0: sounding board the podcast about freedom and capitalism nick thanks for joining me again i'm afraid we don't have any video this time because it's just been too much of a faff but we should hopefully have some really good audio quality now so thanks for joining me again
1: good evening yeah uh, even though we both work in the technology business the the key word there is work uh, and we don't have all the rest of our time to spend faffing around trying to get this stuff working do we
0: no, unfortunately no, not. For, but, uh, oh, for, may, 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 maybe next time. Maybe next, I mean, I'm busier than I ever have been, to be honest. Um, yeah,
1: this, this week hasn't been too bad for me, but the rest of the time, uh, yeah, businesses are up.
0: So, Nick, what did you want to talk about?
1: Well, I, I do, unfortunately, have some more COVID-related things. I, I know you're, you're keen to get back to some other topics, uh, but we've only just released our last one, which has taken a few days. And I want to bring us right up to date now with some of the latest stuff. Uh, and the first thing I want to talk about is is the law. Uh, well, I, I never know what word to use here, whether to use law or regulation. Um, but today in Parliament, so this is Wednesday the 22nd, um, there was a, I, I don't know whether this was debated, I haven't followed it particularly closely, but there is a statutory instrument And my understanding is they basically just get waved through. That's just the government just flexing its muscles to amend the health protection regulations that were put in for for coronavirus in England. And these are the ones we've talked about this in a previous edition where we talked about the... um, making sure you've got to copy this with you in case you get stopped by a copper. Well, yeah,
0: we so, so the last time we put a link on for, for everyone to, you know, to to laminate.
1: So I don't know whether, strictly speaking, at the time of recording, these it is a been enacted or, or this is just a proposal at the moment, but I've, I've got a copy of the amendments to this. So it's been a few weeks. Civil servants have had a chance, and MPs, one assume, uh, uh, or the Secretary of State for wherever, has had a chance to review some of these now. One imagines the police have been talking to them as well uh, and talking about how difficult it is to stop someone having a picnic. Uh, And uh, there are these amendments or proposed amendments. And I just want to say to you how stupid they are. (laughs) Obviously, this was all stupid. And having a set of rules of why you were allowed to leave your house is pretty authoritarian. And I'm not making any judgment here about whether or not locking down was the right thing by the way it wasn't, but it just goes to show this is again, just classic, classic government. One of the first things I find really funny is the changing of, um, over the age of 18 to aged 18 and over for one of the descriptions about whether you're a child or not.
0: And so presumably, so presumably, have 18-year-olds been saying, well, hang on, I'm 18, this doesn't apply to me anymore?
1: Yeah, they've been saying, oh, hang oh. on, I'm 18, I'm an adult, why on earth are you lumping me together in this? Uh, when ob- obviously it should be 18 and over. And so something as, something as basic and fundamental as that, um, that they got wrong the first time, uh, just just goes to show how rushed through this actually was. But something that you and I, I don't think, had particularly considered. We talked about um, trying to um, uphold the law by getting together as a, a congregation of two, didn't we? We talked, we talked about this about whether that would be um, breaking the rules if we if we went out for our exercise, but then did a recording as a, just as a pair of us, because uh, then the meeting couldn't be broken up because there was only two of us. Uh, and so we talked about trying to find the loopholes, but. Neither of us particularly, I I certainly didn't go into into the nitty gritty to try and really work out how to break this. Um, Clearly, some other people have. (laughs) Um, And I suppose when you think about it, this does make sense. Those people that were sat on a park bench having a picnic or, in fact, what I'm reading, having a house party, (laughs) which I'm, I'm sure you'll agree goes against the spirit of the regulations. The regulations only talked about leaving, the reason for leaving your house. So as long as the reason you left your house wasn't to go on the house party and it was one of these specific exceptions, then if you happened to to then find yourself, nothing talked about how you got home again. And so if you left your house to do some government sanctioned exercise or uh, buy some food, ended up at your mate's house for a party, then you've obeyed the regulations. Are you with me so far?
0: Yeah. So if I if I if I just if I popped out and then ended up out and then you end up going out, out <laughs> that's that's all fine, presumably. So,
1: or it was. Well, so here is the amendment, and I'm I'm going to go straight into how stupid it is. But um, rather than just say right, can you find the next loophole? But what they've added, so they've re- they've replaced. Uh, in fact, they've added to leave. So no, no person may leave or be outside of the place where they are living without reasonable excuse. And then it goes on to list the excuses. So just being outside of your your household is, is then um, something you have to um, have a reason for. But, but the working reason hasn't been updated so the working reason is only for travelling for the purposes of work not for working <laughs> so if you you're allowed to you're allowed to leave your house to travel to work but then technically you're not allowed to be at work because it's only travelling for the purposes of work <laughs> so someone sat in a supermarket They've travelled to work. That was allowed, but not work.
0: Well, there must be. So, what were the what were the regulations before this though around work?
1: Well, they didn't have that. It was it was it was to travel for the purposes of work, but also you were allowed to leave for travelling. But then you were still allowed to be outside of the, your place of of home. <laughs> now you're not allowed to be outside your home. It's, so there's don't even try. It's just nonsense. I mean, you've picked out a floor. There there are more. It's really terribly worded regulation.
0: So there, there are a list of reasons, are there, for, for being allowed outside your house, and work isn't one of them?
1: Well, the reasonable excuse is to travel for the purposes of work or to provide voluntary or charitable services where it is not reasonably possible for that person to work or to provide those services from the place where they are living. But it does say but travel. But when you get there. yeah. But the whole – I'm not a lawyer, I, but to, the, the, even the fact that they've had to go in and make these changes just shows that they weren't drafted, well, by a lawyer in the first place. Um, they were but even, even,
0: even if they are, even even if they – so I, I, I'm not a lawyer either, but I studied A-level law 25 years ago, and we were always talk, talking about how bad laws are when they're rushed through. Yes. You know, we would go through how law was created in the past through common law and through precedent, through the courts, and and this is how this is how good law happens. Because that's the right law. Bad law. Bad law is politicians saying this would be a good idea. For example, the Dangerous Dogs Act. Yeah. Um, you know, th- these kinds of laws that have rushed through knee-jerk reactions, they're always catastrophically bad. And this is just another example of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought I thought you'd like to hear that there have been some changes. Um, and that uh, you need to update the copy that you carry around with you, but also get get ready to get tangled in some stupid, stupid exceptions um, depending on what you're doing.
0: Has there have there been any changes around the amount of exercise? No, the, they
1: haven't. The I, was, I was I was itself. I was careful to look at that. There have been no changes to that. Uh, it did again that. Whereas speeches had said, um, you know, be out for an hour once. Uh, that that's never been in the law, and it's not been or the regulation. That's not part of the regulation now. So that is that is good news for the uh, for the people at home uh, who uh, who want to get out. You can go outside for exercise. Which let's face it, if you're walking, that's exercise as many times as you like.
0: The craziest thing, thing is, though. Say if you're uh, if you need to get out for your your daily allowed exercise for however long it is, um, but you you can't you can't do much because you're perhaps old or disabled or or, or whatever. Um, you might want to go for a walk, but you're going to have to have a sit down at some stage because you can't walk very yeah. far. Yeah. If you if you sit on a park bench, you've you've got the likelihood of being stopped by some overzealous copper. Who says? Hang on a second. You know, you're not supposed to be there. This is you know, you're only supposed to exercise. So if you can only walk, if you if you can only you're walk for five or breathe. ten minutes,
1: you're just not if if You can
0: only walk for, for five or ten minutes at a time. Yeah. You, is that it? You've got to walk five or ten minutes and then come back home. Have you can't down. go for ten minutes. Have a sit down for two minutes. Do another ten minutes. It's utterly ridiculous. Yes,
1: but that is the police for you. Um, I wanted to also talk about um, proning. Are you aware of Proning, proning. This is not pruning. This is proning, as in to be made prone. Okay, on your front, bowing down. Well, kind of on 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 your front. So um, ventilators, yeah. We were told it's all about the ventilators. We haven't got enough ventilators. Business needs to make as many ventilators as possible. Then what we've seen is that virtually none of them get approved because we have a ridiculous centralized regulatory regime in this country. You compare it to- not just
0: not just in this country and the EU scheme hasn't. I don't think any of, of their ventilators have got through yet. No, either.
1: but yet, uh, but yet, Germany uh, has got a much more decentralized uh, regime for regulation. So the things like this have been dealt with um, far quicker, both for testing as well. Uh, but um, but actually what um what doctors have been doing and again this yeah you know, this is this has to be done in the right way it has to be done based on you know experience and um and careful clinical management but putting people on their front having people lie on their front and I mean, I remember a few weeks ago, um, uh, my wife showed me a video of uh, of a doctor saying, "Right, this is the way that COVID gets your lungs, and you know, here are the kinds of breathing exercises that you should do if you start developing symptoms to try and make sure that you continue to exercise all the you know the deep parts of your lungs um, that you don't you, know, you don't in, in quotes use every day, um, but don't forget sleep on your front." Because there's, you know, there's people forget that there is as much kind of lung in your back as there is kind of in your front, uh, and that the the, the pressure um, on your lungs from lying on your back is much greater than if you're lying on your front. And so, what I've been reading is how doctors have been proning patients and not needing ventilators, and I think that's huge. And I, I there's not. I, the fact that you aren't aware of it means it's not massively doing the rounds.
0: But- no, there, there is there, there is. I, I did hear a rumor that sometimes ventilators were actually making things worse. Oh, I didn't know
1: about that. So,
0: yeah, so so they were sticking people on ventilators, they were making it worse. Uh, so they pulled them off and just gave them kind of regular oxygen, and they improved. So right. it's 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 even even if ventilators are working, they're not necessarily doing what they you know uh, you know they're not making making patients any better certainly patients with COVID nineteen so actual standard oxygen just giving people oxygen to breathe yes. is apparently you know generally better
1: well one would assume if you give them oxygen and they're prone as well and then the pressure is off their lungs uh, then again oxygen is very easy to give to people um, ventilators is about being intubated isn't it it's about you know actually having a tube. Um a tube in, um but something so simple as lying someone on their front, potentially I've seen pictures of potentially with like a pillow half under or whatever think recovery position I mean well that, that that's exactly what I was thinking of recovery position yeah you, you know yeah, and so that that could be an absolute game changer, so all of these ventilators that you know Dyson and whatever have been making and Rolls Royce and Ford and all this kind of stuff, I mean they just might not be needed because of a really, really basic bit of medicine, which is to understand the anatomy of the human body uh, and, to, and to position a patient. And then monitor them. Obviously, there are going to be other reasons why, uh, you know, clinically they need to be monitored. And that's not to say they don't need other drugs and other treatments. Um, but if you can avoid them you need to get on a ventilator, which being intubated, I mean, I've, I've never been intubated, thank, thank goodness. Um, but uh, it, it's a properly invasive thing to do. Um, let alone the fact that there's only so many ventilators out there in the first place. Um, So that's another piece of, it's another piece of good news, I think. Um, But also the fact that it doesn't seem to be that um, widely known at the moment. Another great example of where good practice isn't necessarily, either it's not being spread around, or it's just not being reported on. Because let's face it, the media love this. They absolutely love this crisis, even though you know, journalists. Yeah, uh, you know, the opinions of journalists are way, way down uh, because of the stupid questions they keep asking of, of government and stuff. Um, I don't think they want this to be easy. I don't think that they they uh, uh, that they they want anyone to have a have an easy ride of it, and they don't certainly don't want to be proved wrong for saying, "Oh my goodness, we need another eighty thousand ventilators," and then it turned out that you know we don't need any at all.
0: Well, there's you know there's there's no news like bad news, and you know so journalists love catastrophes, whether it's in the you know the legacy media or or whoever they, they love catastrophes, they love bad news. Um, so yeah, they're 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 jumping all over it. Just just going back to treatment for a second, this this is something that I, I um I was thinking to myself about, and I haven't I haven't heard it mentioned, but it's it's a treatment that isn't really widely known about, and I certainly don't think it's widely available in the NHS. Right. So have you heard have you heard of hyperbaric oxygen treatment?
1: yes as in uh, michael jackson in the oxygen chamber yeah so this is that's a hyperbaric this, it, chamber isn't
0: it yeah so so the, you you can get um you get these things called hyperbaric oxygen chambers uh they're used for treating, uh, people with the bends. Um, yes, uh, that's the kind of that, that, that's probably the only thing you'll get it for under the NHS, but they're actually really good for a whole host of other different things. So most top football teams will have their own hyperbaric oxygen chambers. When you, when you, when you hear news reports of footballers breaking legs, and then they're back on the pitch again within six weeks. It's because they've been in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber. They've just healed really, really quickly. Um, Eddie Hall, the ex-world strongest man, has one in his back. He's got a personal one in, in, in his back garden. Um, you can have them for lots of lots of MS centers. They're great for treating uh, multiple sclerosis. Um, Julie, my, my wife who has osteogenesis imperfecta, so she has brittle bones. She's broken over 100 bones in, in, in her lifetime. Whenever she breaks a bone, she goes into uh, a hyperbaric oxygen um, tank. To you know, so every week, so to, to breathe, you, you go into, into this tank. They change uh, the pressure, so you are under pressure. It's sim- it's simulating going going down and diving, and then you breathe a purer form of oxygen. So your body takes in this purer form of oxygen. Um, I've had it as well for injuries, uh, and it's it's worked fantastically well. Apparently, there are some places in Russia who are now conducting entire operations in like a giant hyperbaric oxygen wow. tank so you know the patient's on oxygen they're doing this uh, you know, and, and breathing this kind of pure form of oxygen while they while they operate um so it's great for for taking on board more oxygen
1: uh, well that's my question um is it about basically oxygenating the blood it, it, that's what it's about it's about getting more oxygen in your blood which then Gets to so that so
0: that's that's what happens where so so basically you, you you breathe in more oxygen you get more oxygen into your lungs um, <clears throat> but that the one of the effects of that is that it go gets into more of your bloodstream so you, you so you heal quicker yes
1: yeah yeah well that sounds like a, a, a classic example of something being used outside of the public sector um, by f- footballers or whoever, um, and uh, absolutely could be used for all manner of treatments.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's uh, in it, and it, it's not—it's not, it's not expensive it. at all. It was—I um, think a lot. I mean, I haven't had it for a few years, but a couple of years ago, it was something like seventeen or eighteen pounds for an hour of this treatment. Oh, um, really? You know, it's not expensive at all, and you can go in with a—you know—with a few people. You just sit down for an hour in a in a comfy seat, read a book. You know, put put on a mask and just breathe. Breathe in this 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 uh, pure form of oxygen.
1: Oh, I see. And it's so great. To bigger bigger things now. Uh, it's a, so so that you you're going into a sealed room, so they get the pressure up as well. Though, yeah, you're going. Yes, you're so going you get the pressure the up in the
0: room. Yeah, and you put a, put on a mask and you breathe in. Right, uh, oh, right. So it's not oxygen.
1: it's not Michael Jackson style lying in a no, coffin no. anymore. Right. Okay. Okay. Interesting.
0: Well, you can still you can still get those. He had like that was like a personal tank, of course.
1: Uh, but you you know you, you can get the big ones. It sounds like you know that should just be there. Should just be a series of these rooms inside hospitals that just patients just go through on their way out. You know, it's just
0: (laughs) yeah, because it it it, you will heal so much quicker. But I mean, the NHS is so is so bad for these things. Just just to give you another example of how bad they are. So a a couple of years ago, um, I had tennis elbow. Yeah, um, which is a so if you go to the NHS website. Uh, they will tell you that it's tendonitis. It's an inflammation of the tendon. That is absolutely categorically wrong. Everyone else has known for probably 10 or 15 years that that's not what tennis elbow is. Right. Um, I, I went to the doctors uh, and said, look, I've got this, this. I wasn't sure it was tennis elbow at the time. I said, look, I've got this excruciating pain in, in certain positions on, uh, in, on my elbow. I said, yeah, it's um, it's tennis elbow. You've got tendonitis come back this afternoon and uh, we'll give you a cortisone injection and that will sort it out so like, okay that, that, that's fine but i thought I'll, I'll do a little bit of research about this and i spoke to a friend of mine and he said whatever you do don't have don't have that cortisone injection that will just do you damage tennis elbow is not uh, an inflammation at all what it is is it's it's usually um, tendinosis, which is wear and tear on the tendon. Right. Occasionally, in, in old people, it can be tendinopathy, which is like a disease tendon, but that's quite uh, that's quite rare. N- 90% of the time, it's, it's tendinosis, which is just wear and tear. Um, it'll heal, but it'll take a long time to heal. Basically, what your body does is your body doesn't think it's that bad, so it thinks... I'm just going to heal it in my own in my own time, uh, which can take up to a couple of years. What you, you can have some treatments uh, which will help you help you heal. Um, so you can have uh, dry needling, like acupuncture. Oh, yes. Yep. What that does is that aggravates the tendon yes. to make your body yes. think it's worse than it is, and gets the object- blood
1: to rush to it, etc.
0: Well, so the, the, it's not really the blood; is you actually have to make it worse. Um, oh. So you actually have to kind of jab it with a needle. Uh, you can inject some dextrose in there as well that that can irritate it
1: dextrose um,
0: i see yeah okay, yeah right. yeah dextrose you can put in there um i had um some uh, some shockwave treatment where they kind of put, put this kind of wand over my elbow. It was excruciating, but it, and, and it kind of bruised up really badly. But you, it kicked off the healing process. Apparently, what does happen is when they do give these cortisone injections, it does kick off the healing process. It's nothing to do with the corticosteroids they're injecting. What? It's because you're jabbing a huge needle in there.
1: So they could jab the huge needle in there. They and could not just eject- jab the needle in there.
0: Which which would probably be probably do you some favors, but the, the, the cortisone itself yeah. can can do damage to all the soft tissue around. And this is you know th- everybody else has known about this for ten or fifteen years. Our the NHS, NHS. St- they still believe that tennis elbow is is an inflammation. And if you, if you had ultrasound on it, you'd be able to check. There's no inflammation there. It's, yeah, you know, it's a really basic test, but but nobody has done it.
1: Interesting. I do like the idea that uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, honestly, it's
0: it. You have to you have to make it worse, so your body realizes, okay, I have to heal this now. Otherwise, it will just it won't send any resources to heal.
1: Gotcha. Well, on um, on central government health bodies getting things catastrophically wrong. Are you aware <laughs> of that's a broad, <laughs> a broad subject? Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you something uh, from just the last uh, day or so. Um, so in in the US, the, uh, the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, I believe they added and prevention at some point. I mean, it's they're just known as the CDC. they been known as the CDC forever, but um, I believe that's added as well. Um, so they've been uh, they've been sending out tests, okay, for uh, coronavirus. Yep. Are you aware of the story? You're smiling. Are you? Aware? No,
0: but I'm, I'm I'm I've I've got an idea. So carry on.
1: Tests for coronavirus that have drum roll, please, been tainted with coronavirus. I'm not joking. What? I'm not joking. They've been giving people coronavirus. Um, okay, hang, hang, hang on a second. Just, just say that again. They've been giving people coronavirus. This is the CDC. <laughs> You're testing out one of your new sound effects. That's-
0: I have I've got have got I've got some, some, some more sound effects so that is un, unbelievable so they they've been giving people
1: they've been giving people that there's a batch that was tainted by coronavirus and this is a test to see whether whether you've got coronavirus i would say that for those tests it's always going you have to be now. positive <laughs> yeah um isn't that awful
0: I mean, so how long How long does coronavirus stay around? Because I've heard conflicting reports. Some people have said it's a few hours. Some people have said it's like kind of 36, 48 hours. If they're sending out these tests... I don't know they, how the is, test it,
1: works. If, if the test includes something that's not dry, because my understanding is it stays alive... Is it
0: like a swab or something? It, exactly. I, I don't
1: know. I don't know. But... Um, All I know is there are reports that they've contaminated tests with coronavirus. So far from being, well, I mean, I suppose you could very much call that disease control, Um, but uh, it is certainly not prevention.
0: It's not and prevention, is it? No. I should just go go back to CDC. No. Uh,
1: Have you been aware as well, I've I've seen a fair bit on on Twitter, which I know is a a, a fairly um, self-selecting echo chamber, obviously, um, lots of people going on about Bill Gates in the last week. Yes. So I've not really dug into that that much. Um, but other than there's, there seems to be the usual set of people who just, you know, in quotes, hate a billionaire, hate anyone who's successful. Um, but it seemed to be bigger than that. It seemed to be, oh, I'm not having any vaccine he makes. Uh, it'll be all part of some, I don't know, new global world order or something. Um, Uh, are are you aware of of this stuff
0: I trust trusted James
1: more than I trust anyone in a government that's not to say that he's not got such a position of influence everywhere that he's a problem but you get what I'm saying
0: Yeah, so there's there's been talk. People have been worried that I think there's been talk about him and some kind of uh, like kind of microchip that you can you can have embedded um, in you to you know to 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 so you don't need a passport and all that kind of stuff. And obviously, people are worried about that. And they're saying, well, you know, if 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 we use one of his vaccines, we're going to be forced to have one of his microchips. And
1: and, and, oh, I see. Right. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, And people, yeah, as you say, people don't like him anyway because he's rich um and it's you know
1: here's quite- a question for you here's a question for you if and when and i think it is important to note the if statement um there because um i'm 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 pretty sure there are quite a lot of viruses that people want vaccines for uh, that are not coronavirus uh, and yet we are, you know. Well, they, they still
0: they still haven't made the SARS one, and they're still they're still trying to make the the, the last, you know, a vaccine for the last yep. SARS virus, yeah, um, which has been
1: around so- for over a decade now, I believe. Uh, and uh, well, let us not forget HIV, that's a virus as well, which uh, well, there's no vaccine for. So it's not a simple prospect at all. And so any talk of six months, a year, whatever. But let's say let's give him the eighteen months, regardless of what happens in whatever lockdown or state of social distancing we have. When, and I'm not going to use a singular here because it, it will be across the world that this happens. When states start saying, when the US, the UK, France, Germany, where when these types of countries start saying. There is a vaccine. It's ready. It's been approved. Will you have it? Um, I don't think so. Would you recommend that our parents take it?
0: I don't know because they're a lot older. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I'm under any risk whatsoever. Of, of I, I know there's a risk of me catching yep. COVID nineteen. Um, you know the the, the the risks to anything bad happening to anyone under forty, a minimum um i'm i'm over 40 but i'm in good shape i'm 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 fit and healthy so i think there's no risk i don't i can't see the point of me i suppose
1: my question is more do you trust the vaccine and do you trust that, that because they are rushing this do you trust that it won't have some other hideous side effect
0: um, well, there's, there's 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 no there's no point in me taking 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 the risk, is there? I mean, you I'm not I'm I not an anti vaxxer
1: I, I mean, this is this is having you know this is having an interesting effect on the anti vaxxers isn't it? Um, and there's obviously there's your classic conspiracy theory again, linked in with your hatred of Bill Gates and whatever else, and and that is you know this is a this is a way of of getting, um, not only getting control of the populace, but, uh, you know, if we can, if we can inject, you know, six of the seven billion and, you know, I don't know, sterilise them or whatever. I mean, I know these are conspiracy theories, but um, th- my, my, my concern is is rushing any drug through um, and, uh, and and not knowing what its long-term side effects are uh, and, and whether I would want anyone to, to take that in the early stages.
0: Well it's it's all about it's all about weighing up risks, isn't it? So if, if the if the risk if, if if the risk of me catching it was high and the risk of something bad happening was high, I'd probably take a risk and say, you know what, the chances are this is going to be better than catching COVID nineteen, which will be very high if if I don't take this. Um, for me, if I catch COVID nineteen, I'll be fine. So there's there's no point in me even really thinking too much more about it.
1: Have you heard about the theories surrounding um, the polio vaccine and also the BCG?
0: I was just about to mention. I hadn't heard about the BCG, but apparently, because there was some, I heard there was some evidence that the polio vaccine was good at providing cover for standard flu, wasn't it? Yes. Um, appara- apparently, There's the polio vaccine showing
1: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the, the, the people who've had the polio vaccine. Um, and again, it's age related. It's like it wears off. This is one of the theories.
0: So that's one of the theories of why people under forty are not getting, yeah, uh, are, you know, are not having these bad side effects, it's because they've still got like the polio vaccine, uh, you know, flowing through their veins, um, which is which is giving them cover.
1: Um, yeah, and and, um, and and if if this is the reason why children and adults under 40 45 um, are, are not getting this as bad or or, or you know being symptom free then we already have our answer <laughs> um, and uh, again I read something similar with the uh, the BCG uh, which if you remember um, that was... Uh, six
0: needles, remember the six needles in your that arm? That was the and, skin and, and whether, test, wasn't it? Whether, it? whether it comes up or not, and if it comes yeah. up, you're, you've already got it.
1: Yeah, that was the skin test, wasn't it? I remember, I remember specifically the school nurse uh, trying to distract me um, in order to you know, jab this thing you know, on your skin, um, but um, my skin was too thick, and so it wouldn't go in uh and so and i tried three times and in the end honestly it was like like going at you with a knife she was just like Duh! and eventually got this thing through uh, but it was like, she thought she was so clever to start with just like yeah a bit of distraction haha got you like she should do with everyone else um but uh uh but no i've got i got i've got thick skin apparently <laughs> um but that right remind me what's bcg um protect against that's uh another respiratory um uh disease Oh no, you've you've forgotten as well. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. Tuberculosis, it's in my head. It's TB. Right. TB. Yes. So that that's another theory. Um, I, I I haven't read into either of these things, but they at least make sense. And if there is already evidence that the polio vaccine is preventing people from experiencing seasonal flu in a bad way, uh, and and we already know, we already know that. Uh, that people under the age of 45 are certainly not dying or experiencing severe symptoms um, of uh, from this from this novel coronavirus. Th- these are these are the things you should be looking at. Um, and so I'd,
0: I'd I'd have another I'd have another polio vaccine.
1: Well, certainly, bearing in mind that you know you're still up and running, so am I after all this time. Yeah. Um, give me another sugar lump with uh, with it on. <laughs> that was how I had it. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think I nowadays well. they're just yeah. going to squirt it in your mouth. Um, I know this right. from, from our kids having it, uh, but at least we do have decades and decades of experience with that. Um, yeah, um, I'll, unless you've got anything else COVID 19 related, I want to leave you with an amusing story, uh, and this is something um, that right before we started recording, uh, my wife um, couldn't stop giggling in the corner and showed me a, uh, a story from uh, from the daily mail not not a not an establishment i particularly go to uh, that often uh, but the headline was woman 18 has to be pulled out of her washing machine by four firefighters after becoming stuck inside during a game of hide and seek <laughs>
0: How tiny is this woman
1: well um,
0: well how big is the washing machine
1: it's a bigger washing machine so this is I, mean, I have to say this is in America this is not in the u k um, uh, and uh and this is one of those kind of um top loading you know you know big american style uh style machines um, but I just think it's funny that um by telling people to stay inside uh, there are other other areas <laughs> that you can get um, get yourself into uh, that you wouldn't normally because you're forced to make up new games to play uh, and take them to the extreme.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. I
1: thought that That's might better. be just a nice story to end on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we need to never do this again. Okay. Okay. Unless you're gonna, unless we're gonna turn this into a game show, which I don't, I don't think we should. You're gonna get some sad trombone every time we do a bad, you know, new story or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Um. So, should we? Should we on that note, should we? Uh, should we call it a day?
1: Yeah. There, there are some positive things in there. There are also some things that show that uh, you know, state-run anything don't know what they're doing. Um. But if we uh, can flip people onto their fronts and avoid them needing um. Uh, respirators then uh, that can only be uh, a good thing Um, and stay out of your washing machine stay out of your washing machine people that's good advice thanks very much for listening